Good evening, everybody, and welcome to What the Hail, brought to you by SB Nation and Room the Cabell Tools, which is your best source for information and internet fun regarding Mississippi State Athletics. Welcome back this week to what is a wonderful week like no other. It is Bama week. We want Bama, whatever. We're here, uh, and we always seem to get a pissed-off Bama team, uh, but we have played Bama well recently, and, and that's a good thing for us coming in to uh, this week. And, and what is what I think is a big game and a winnable game for Mississippi State, and uh, you know, I'm being serious. We're, we're going to do a little bit of film breakdown, something a little different than we uh, have done. Uh, I've really enjoyed breaking down the Alabama team on offense and defense, and we're going to use that uh, later on to talk about how Mississippi State can win this game. And coming off a of bye week, Joe Moorhead's had plenty of time to get his team ready to execute, and, and we'll go into that uh, more in a minute. But even uh, last year, Joe Moorhead's team really played Alabama quite well. I mean, they lost by 24 points. They were shut out. Uh, but they didn't play terrible, and, and that Alabama team was arguably much better, uh, much more uh, full of depth, uh, had a lot more uh, special players, Um and granted, he did have three first-round uh, draft picks on defense and a pretty solid offense uh, with Nick Fitzgerald. But overall, um, it's just another game, you know. I think that that's the biggest thing that Mississippi State needs to look at. You know, here here's an opportunity uh, for Joe Moorhead to make a statement. Um, he had this statement um, opportunity for Auburn and for LSU, and really even against Texas A&M, he had a, an opportunity to make that statement. And, and Joe Moorhead whines and complains about people criticizing him and his team. Uh, but if you wanted to stop, here you go. Here's your shot. Yeah, you get one shot to knock off the king, uh, even though they're not really the king. They're reeling from a loss, and they're injured at quarterback. But Alabama just played a, a crazy physical game, uh, a very crazy game all around, you know, high scoring, a lot of emotion, uh, big-time loss against LSU. Tua isn't 100%, and, and hell, really, he isn't even 75%, and the defense is banged up uh, as it has been in years. Uh, and then they were already thin uh, to begin with, and, and they've only gotten thinner. It's winnable, seriously. Uh, they're playing at Davis Way. The Cowbells are going to be rocking. Uh, it's seriously winnable. Like, all jokes aside, it is. Uh, you know, I want a game where they can go four rounds with a team that they aren't supposed to beat. Uh, you know, hell, they don't even have to win, but, but just go toe-to-toe with somebody. Come on, man, give us something. Fight! Now break our hearts like you're supposed to, you cowards! Come on, give us something. Look, Mississippi State hasn't broken my heart in a close game in like two years under Joe Moorhead. Come on. Look, Bama does everything well. They don't make mistakes like they did against LSU, at least not usually. They don't have penalties. They don't turn over the football. They definitely don't throw the football on the ground like uh, Tua did. Uh, they play fundamental football, and they do it exceptionally well. But can Mississippi State do the same? Can they play the defense that we saw flashes against LSU? Can they? You know, that's the question. And, and not just play it for one half. Like I said, go four rounds, you know, really duke it out to the end. They had LSU to the lowest point total they've been held to all season. That's that's the truth. Uh, can they play uh, offense? Can they score against a good defense? We, they haven't been able to do that so far. But it, it, it's really been kind of frustrating because we've seen this team score over 23 points in every game except for two, and that was the Tennessee and LSU game. Uh, they need to stop the run uh, at least a little bit. Uh, two is not going to run, um, at least not very well, especially on that ankle. He's a game-time decision if he even plays. Uh, you should know that it's going to Harris and it's not going to Tua. But, but this is what we're going to do. We're going to break down this team a little more than that to say, you know, Tua's hurt and they're going to run the ball and this, that, and the other. 
We're going to look at the, the schematically what they're going to do offensively, and then we're going to break down their defense a little more in depth uh, than we did their offense uh, and show you how Mississippi State has, to win, uh, has a chance to win this game, and I think you're going to believe it. Look, you know that offensively they're going to throw it, and they're going to throw it a lot. They're going to throw slants, screens, and posts. That's their top three plays that they're going to do offensively. Those slants with rugs is dangerous because not only is he going to catch it almost every single time, he's going to turn it upfield and he's going to score. They run it at the red zone, they run it at midfield, they run it everywhere. They're going to run that that slant just about 75%. They're going to have a wide receiver doing a slant, and it's genius. It works on Madden. It works on uh, NCAA 14. It works every time, and, and they're doing it in real life, and it's working. I don't know why more offenses haven't taken to it. Uh, and especially against our defense, our linebackers play a little shallow. Uh, they don't play as deep. Um, as, as they're going to have the opportunity to burn us offensively if those if they don't just take about four steps back. Uh, Air will have the opportunity to clean that up, but we'll talk about that more in a minute. But whether it's two or not, the plan is going to be to throw those three routes. They're going to run posts, slants, and screens. That's the plan. Uh, and two is not going to take off. It, it's a pass. He's going to throw it. Um, you know he's he's still a little more mobile than a lot of people are going to give him credit for, but he's he's not going to turn it upfield and run for 50 yards. He's not. Uh, so everything stays in front of you. Uh, you know, don't let anything go behind you. Uh, but don't worry so much about Tua. You know, your, your linebackers are going to clean that up. You don't have to worry so much about that. Uh, but with that being said, like I said, look for Thompson to have a big game and for the secondary to be crucial against Rugs, Waddle, and uh, and Smith and company. Uh, they have some of the best receivers in the SEC. Uh, some of the best uh, receivers in the country, if not. Um, they definitely have the best uh, receiver in the SEC, and I, that's what I think is going to be the again, like I said, the most important is uh, you know to cover them and and not worry about Tua. Uh, you know, ultimately that's how they beat you. You know, because it's like the minute you play lockdown coverage, uh, Tua burns you on the ground. He's not going to do that. Uh, he's, he's just not. So, Morehead has Hill, uh, and I think Hill's going to be the X factor here um, for us offensively. Uh, he, he ran against Bama. He did it last year, at least in a small sample size. He only had 47 yards, but he did it on seven carries. Uh, that's about 6.7 yards a carry uh, against what was a better team last year than it is this year. Bama runs a 3-4 defense, which is considered uh, their base defense, which is the defense they run the most. Uh, but really, it's more of a multiple defense. They they have thrown some 4-3 in there and a lot of 3-3-5, especially with an excellent secondary. Uh, they did that a lot when they had Landon Collins and company back there. Uh, but they're still doing it a lot this year. They they run a 3-3-5 the most when they're not running 3-4, which is easy. You drop a you know you drop a linebacker out, uh, bring them in for either an extra safety or for a smaller linebacker, and let them fill the box, and they're going to run that. It's three uh, defensive linemen, three linebackers, and five people in the secondary. They're going to run that the most, but most oftenly they're going to run uh, a nose tackle and two defensive ends, two guys on the edge, often called a wing back on the other side, and they play linebacker. Uh, they're normally smaller sized linebacker. That way they can roam the field. They're, they are kind of like extra safeties. They play on the edge. They rush the quarterback a lot uh, outside linebacker in a sense, uh, but often a little smaller, uh, and then they play with two strong middle linebackers, normally about 240 pounds, and they really clean up the run game. Um, they run that a lot. Uh, it's a defense that resembles uh, Bill Belichick and uh, Bill Parcells, Parcells excuse me, uh, and um, it's a two-gap 
3-4 scheme predominantly, meaning that both times every defensive lineman, everybody with the, with their hand in the dirt has the opportunity to go left or right, uh, depending on what is being called by the, uh, by, by the defensive coordinator. Um, and the secondary, they play mostly zone, and they blitz, and they blitz a lot. Uh, on third down, the, that'll be one of the few times that they'll go into man-to-man, and they'll blitz exotically. So, you know, typically when we see the Alabama blitz, and they're going to bring those lean, uh, those uh, wing backs and those outside linebackers in, and a lot of times they're going to send at least one middle linebacker, and they're going to call that blitz. Uh, on third down, a lot of times you got to watch out for the secondary. Uh, you got people coming out of uh, from the you got safeties coming in, you got corners coming in. Uh, they do that a lot. Uh, they're going to have to have Kylan Hill not going out for pass uh, in order to counteract that, to play pass protection, uh, put a fullback in something. Something's got to give their tight end chipping uh, something. They have to keep an eye out for that. Uh, and, and Tommy Stevens or Garrett Schrader, whoever gets the start, is going to have to you know make that call. But you look at it on another sense, it gives them a great opportunity for you know making a play on the screen. Um, pass obviously when you got those blitzes on third down you know you can kick it out wide to Callan Hill and he'll be able to break you down and uh do something out out wide or, or Cyrus Mitchell uh they're not going to be able to do a lot of deep throwing them and, and that's the thing uh, they defend inside to outside meaning they focus on stopping the run you know so the passes are best defended over the middle and deep so the middle of the field is, is the focus point for for this Alabama defense and, and Nick Saban uh, he doesn't want anything going over the middle so where are the best places to attack? Well, it's short passes, it's sideline passes, it's screen plays and tosses to the outside. So lucky for us, we have some of the best people to do this. If you get Isaiah Zuber involved, uh, especially Isaiah Zuber, he comes to mind, uh, and and Dedrick Thomas, they'll be able to run some screen plays and be able to turn it upfield on those short little plays. I mean, it, they are built to beat Bama if they use their, their parts correctly. I mean, that's just the truth. Uh, Kylan Hill will be able to get tosses to the outside. They have Osiris Mitchell out there uh, who, who can block really exceptionally downfield, um, and, and that causes some great plays. And, that, and that's just it. We have big wide receivers who can block field to take out these corners. Run it, run it, run it with Kylan Hill. That's going to be the key to this game is, is can they keep running the ball. Force the linebackers to cover and run the boundary. You know, they Keep them running. Uh, they're going to wear this defense out. Like I said, they're they're thin. If they can keep running the ball, even when it's only getting two or three yards, keep running the ball and let the defense stay in the game, then they're going to wear this Alabama defense down and have the opportunity to start breaking off big games. And again, like I said, the screen passes, you got Zuber and you got Dedrick Thomas who uh, will be able to play, uh, you know, they're very quick, um, be able to turn it up, feel very quick off a of screen play. Uh, keep running those screen plays, man. It'll burn Alabama on those uh, blitzes because they live and die by the blitz and they will do it um and it works look at the defense against lsu in the second half they were gassed um they're thin on depth with all the injuries like i said um they'll be able to do a lot of things offensively if jim Moorhead uses it correctly and that's the big question like i said going in uh to me you know obviously you're you're not going to beat alabama um and at least you're not expected to but give them everything you got if you can, then then you know you at least secure your job for next year. I mean, people are, people are going to praise you for a little while longer. I mean, you had a bye week to break this down. I can break it down, uh, and obviously not you know on a level that a coach can, but but surely he sees it. Uh, the question is, can they execute? The cowbells will be clanging. The players are going to be fired up. The crowd will be fired up. The team will be ready. Will, will Joe Moorhead be ready?
Is the talent there? Yes. <laughs> Actually, it is. Uh, if you look at Isaiah Zuber, who's not really done much this season, he was excellent against Kansas State. He's kind of been non-existent in this offense, uh, with the exception of last week. Uh, Osiris Mitchell could definitely be more involved, even though he's had a great season. Kylan Hill could be more involved. Um, the offensive line is not it's not terrible. They, they could do a lot more uh, to help them, though, schematically. The defense has talent. Um, you got a couple of guys that are probably going to be drafted off that defense, and that's saying a lot, um, obviously. And what they've been able to do is disappointing, and you got to look at Bob Shoot for that and the coaching staff. But how many times more can we be let down? You know, this team has shown it can do it. The team has shown that it wants to do it. But how many times can we keep writing them off? How many times can we be let down horribly before we move on from Joe Moorhead? Is the Bama game going to be the telltale? Hell no, it's not. But it's a big-time marker. It really is. Where is this team basically two years in, uh, into the Joe Moorhead train? A disaster, whatever it is. Obviously, you know that you're not getting an upgrade. And to me, that is the biggest reason that you should fire him. I mean, seriously. I mean, if you're not looking to go up, then you're going down. And that's the truth. But, more than this game, a lot of people are going to roll their eyes, you know, whatever. If we get beat by 56, you know, whatever. It's a bigger deal than you think. As a matter of fact, it's a huge deal that you're getting blown out by an SEC opponent, regardless of who they are at home, uh, for the second time this season, third time that you've got blown out by an SEC team this year, and you lost to Tennessee. Your only wins are against garbage programs that, honestly, you should have blown out, and you didn't, because we don't have a blowout win this season besides Arkansas, and look what the shit show they are. So I wouldn't even put that in as a category. And I did tweet out the other day, look, it could be much worse. Chad Morris could have been our head coach, and, and we could have been in a worse off boat. But at least Arkansas has the balls to fire their coach when he starts sucking. But anyway, anyway, like I said, a bowl game is everything. we got to get to a bowl game. Um... More than a bowl game, uh, you're going to have to win the Egg Bowl to get to a bowl game, and that comes first, uh, because uh, if you lose the Egg, you rightfully should lose your job, and I believe that 100%. Ole Miss is not better than you. Ole Miss is not going to a bowl game. There's no reason that you should let Ole Miss take that bowl game away from you, but is he going to lose his job? Doubtful. Uh, John Cohen's probably going to, you know, Give some coach speak and say he loves Joe Moorhead and Joe Moorhead's great for the university and yada, yada, yada. Look, I get that it's going to be an expensive buyout if you got to buy him out because for whatever reason you just gave him another contract extension or whatever. But look, the fans are not about this. Another year of this and the low concession prices – your team is going to be losing a lot of money. Season ticket prices are going up, and the amount of people buying them are going down. That's the truth. Think about it. Think about it, John. Is this the guy you want to run your program? The guy that whines and complains about fans, responds to fans on Twitter, uh, can't win a game to save his life because he didn't against Texas A&M. He didn't against Kansas State. He didn't against LSU. 
He, he didn't against anybody. Tennessee, hell, the list goes on and on. Iowa, the list goes on and on. I, anyway, uh, he should lose his job. Willie, I doubt it. But I think we're about to find a lot out about this team. And this coach. And this athletic department. All the way up to John Cohen. And Mark Keenan. Are you okay with mediocrity? Are you okay with not being great? Are you okay with not wanting to ruffle anyone's feathers and hang on to somebody that's not giving you results? How long can we wait? Six years from now? When the program is at the freaking bottom of the SEC looking like Arkansas and it will take another five years to rebuild the program? Is that when we're going to say, man, we should have fired Joe Moorhead? Really? Is that what we are? Is that what we're doing? We're okay with that? I get that you got a great baseball team. You got a great women's basketball team. You got a great track and field team. Hell, you got a great tennis team. Why can't we? Why can't we be want to be great in everything? That's the goal. Come on, man. We're gonna find out a lot in these next three weeks. Buckle up and get ready, and hopefully, hopefully, it'll be better than what we think. Time will tell. And for that, I'll hopefully continue to scream, Hail State. Thank you guys, and I'll see you guys next week. Hopefully I'll be a lot more excited after we get a a big win against Alabama. Uh, Like I said, it's very possible. um, The film breakdown is is easy. Uh, It's very easy to team to to pick apart. They do the same thing every time. They execute it well, and that's how they do it. Um, Will Mississippi State be able to pick it apart and come out with a victory at home? We will see. It'll be huge for Joe Moorhead to find out if we lose by 14 or 56. Uh, That makes a difference to me. Playing for pride. All right. See you guys. Hail State.